Yo, 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 top of the morning, top of the morning, people. Today is November 28th, 2022. This is another edition of Cash Day with Chris, your early morning, early, early morning betting show. Uh, appreciate you guys for being here as always. Hit the like button for me if you guys are watching on YouTube. Uh, the podcast slash show is always presented to you guys by the Basketball Forever Podcast Network. It's a great assembly of basketball podcasts in general over there. This just happens to be the betting one, but pretty much every topic that you you know could think of um, is being covered over there. Um, so check out the you know the the whole website, man. The whole you know social media platform. Uh, you can find them on Instagram. Also find them on Twitter as well. Uh, but let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Uh, good morning, KC. Good morning, Mike. Um, weird Sunday as always. Zubak looking like Will Chamberlain slash Shaq. Markel, appreciate you being here. Same for you as well, Joshua. We black on the. We, we, we back on, the uh, you know, the Cash Day with Chris show, man, the early, early morning show. So um, yesterday, weird, real weird day, like you guys said. Uh, I only played props to try to avoid the weirdness, and that still didn't go my way. Um, we saw a lot of the props happen yesterday. Uh, for me, yesterday specifically was in the Golden State Warriors game versus the Minnesota Timberwolves, and we saw the Warriors come out with something early. They looked like the championship warriors yesterday um just locked in shot 76 percent from the field in the first quarter never looked back blew it blew uh the, the doors off the timberwolves which um you know made that game uh made all the props in that game just die uh because i was on rudy gobert rebounds you can't get rebounds if you're not playing defense team shooting 76 percent you're not gonna get rebounds so rudy gobert rebounds cat rebounds as well talked about those hidden i think uh 13 times in a row and nine times in a row. Then Steph points at 29 and a half, didn't need it. Draymond almost had 20. Draymond had 19 yesterday. Uh, I think it was his first time scoring 19 points in the last four years. And then uh, uh, I was on cat points and cat finished one, uh, two points short. So that was another loss, but shout out to Nurkic. Nurkic did uh, score over the 14 and a half. I think he finished with 17. I uh, didn't really get going into the second half. So, um, that was another bad one. Sundays, I might just start taking the day off, man. I might say, you know what? No bets for me on Sunday. I think I'm going to just chill on Sundays. But uh, let's get into these games today, man. Hopefully, I mean, I'm still finished in the positive last week for sure. I uh, was up 8.92 units going into Saturday. Um, Saturday, we had a split with uh, Shea Gildas-Alexander rebounds and assists at 11.5 that didn't cash on the second night of a back-to-back there. Uh, against Houston, but we did cash on LeBron. So if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I tweeted out LeBron, uh, that cash. So hopefully we can get back to the winning ways today. Unfortunately, this early, I'll tell you guys, a lot of this, I'm just sharing information this early because we don't have a lot of lines. And some of these lines are just starting to come out within the last 30 minutes, uh, you know, because I've been capping these games this morning already. Uh, Looked at a lot of lines last night. We just don't have a lot of totals. And the reason why, is because it's so many injuries that's involved, right? So first game up, let's go to uh, let's go to um, this Hawks and 76ers game. Just sharing notes with you guys. You can't make bets on these games, not this early, unless you got some inside information. Both of these teams are on back-to-back. The Hawks uh, lost last night at home, um, came out and looked really, really strong early in that game. Won the first quarter, won the first half against the Miami Heat. Playoff revenge as well. Didn't have Clint Capella because he was out with the dental pain. Um, And now you get them traveling to Philly. Philly, 
played in Orlando last night, smacked the brakes off Orlando, beat them boys by 30 last night. <clears throat> Excuse me. So you get them traveling from Orlando back home. So both teams on the back-to-back. And B listed as questionable. So is Capella. This game, you really, really can't cap. What I did look at, though, trend I wanted to talk about, and I, and then I'm, I'm getting past this game, um, because if both of those guys come back, you know, of course, that's a different cap. If Embiid comes back, that's a different cap as well. And he could play today. So uh, not to say that he's in, but this 76ers team has looked good. They beat Orlando twice, beat Brooklyn twice. They just play hard. Um, you know, shout out to DeAnthony Milton and uh, and uh, shout out to uh, Shake Milton as well. Shake's been really balling, almost had a triple-double in his last game. The trend I wanted to share with you guys before we move on to the next game. Teams that played uh, the first leg of their back-to-back at home and then they have to travel for the second leg on the road, even with their opponent playing on the back-to-back. So, you know, this this trend would, um, would talk about the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they are 7-14 and 14 straight up, 7-12-2 ATS since the start of last season. This also includes 1-6-2 ATS last nine games. So that trend actually backs the 76ers in this spot. Do I want to take the 76ers, uh, you know, without a healthy Joel Embiid? Uh, not really, but they they are playing hard. Um, and if both teams are playing on the second night of a back-to-back, like I said, this trend actually bodes well for them, uh, even with them playing on the second night of a back-to-back. So I'll say it one more time. Teams playing on the second leg of a back-to-back at home, and they had to travel for the second leg of a back-to-back with their opponent playing on the second leg of a back-to-back as well, are 7-14 seven, seven and 14 straight up, 7-12-2 and two against the spread uh, since the start of last season, including uh, those teams having to travel uh, on the second leg of a back-to-back that aren't at home are 1-6-2. and two. ATS last nine games, and that, like I said, that trend backs to 76ers, but I don't have anything on that, anything else on that game. Moving along, let's talk, talk about this Timberwolves and Wizards game. Um, both teams also playing on the second leg of a back to back. Timberwolves traveling from Minnesota, where Golden State smacked them up yesterday. The Wizards traveling from Boston, where Boston smacked them up yesterday. Um, <laughs> Difficult game, man. I didn't see Cat name come from the injury report, but he did hurt his knee. Uh, he was able to come back in the game, so I'm I'm hoping that he's okay in that one uh, because it'll make for a much better game. Timberwolves open in this game as one-point favorites, which is interesting because when you go back and look at it, the Timberwolves, while they are a really good team, historically, like over the last few years with Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns, the Wizards own them. I don't know if it's a spot that these guys just typically overlook, but you go back and look at it, uh, they've lost like the last, I want to say, let me see, last six, seven, eight games in a row. Um, and now let me let me just make sure I don't want to give you guys anything that's not accurate. One, two, three, four. The Wizards have covered the last five games in a row, and they've won the last five games in a row. So, yeah, the, 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 the interesting thing to me, and I didn't see a total when I was capping this game, that's what I was looking at. I wanted to cap the total. Uh, actually just came out, 229, 228. Um, those games have gone over nine matchups in a row. When the Timberwolves play the Wizards, no matter the site, home or away, those games have gone over nine games in a row. So I'm probably going to look to get on that over, man. I see it opened at 229. I see it up to 229 and a half at a couple books. But 228 and a half looks like it's the, it's the consensus. Uh, teams playing on second night of a back-to-back typically don't play as much defense. We know that as well. 
Uh, this Wizards team is uh, they scored a lot of points yesterday, which, of course, you have to playing against the offense like, uh, you know, the Boston Celtics, even without Jason Tatum. So that's what I got for you guys there. Uh, Hornets and the Celtics don't really have much on that game. The Celtics will be playing on the second night of a back to back. Of course, uh, the Hornets will be coming in uh, for one day's rest. They beat uh this that that same okc i'm sorry that same minnesota timberwolves team that we just saw jason tatum of course being listed as questionable makes this one difficult to cap you don't necessarily want to lay 11 and a half points with boston but uh, especially with charlotte being a feisty team but charlotte typically does not play well when you look at them playing uh in boston I, i'm not 100 sure you know what it is but they don't they, they don't typically travel well uh to boston you just look at the you look at the trends in this one historically. Uh, the Hornets are two eight and one ATS in their last eleven meetings in Boston. Um, they're also six nineteen and one ATS in their last twenty six meetings. Um, so they they just typically don't play well against Boston. But you know Tatum being ruled out in this one makes it a difficult cap. Uh, Lamelo and um, Gordon Hayward and Dennis Smith Jr. are also already out. Uh, I think the Celtics win this one, of course, but um, even on the second night of a back-to-back, but uh, makes it difficult to cap without Jason Tatum, especially laying 11, 11 points without your MVP candidate. So nothing really there. Uh, moving along, let me see if I can get a couple more in real quick. Uh, the Magic and the Nets. So this one actually opened at uh, 10 and a – I think I, I want to say I, I saw it open at 10 and a half. Um, let's see, Magic. Yeah, 10 and a half. It's come down to 10. It's at 10 and a half at some books as well. Total at 223. Um, difficult, difficult game to cap. Two more teams playing on the second night of a back-to-back, right? The Magic played last night at home. They will be traveling to uh, Brooklyn for this game. And then Brooklyn, of course, played at home against Portland yesterday in the matinee game. And they won that game and covered the spread against a Portland team that was playing their fourth straight road game, probably just looking to get back home. And they had an empty tank after beating the Knicks in an overtime game and a game that Jeremy Grant called a must-win game. So now you get the magic. And I was listening to Coach uh, Jamal Mobley last night, uh, Mosley last night, <clears throat> and he said that, you know, they just didn't play any defense. It's going to be hard for them to turn the defense on in this game. What I will say is that I've talked about this trend earlier. They The, the magic lost the game last night by 30 points. Teams coming off 30-point losses this season are 8-2. and two. ATS in the following game. So they typically come back with something. That's an 80% win percentage, even if you blindly tell the team that lost the game by 30 to come back and, you know, keep the game within the point range of the next game. However, um, you know, and, and I, I'll say this, they are also 2-0 ATS on the second night of a back-to-back as well. So even within that 8-2 and ATS trend, those teams are 2-0 ATS this season on the second leg of a back-to-back. You got Brooklyn just being 3-5 and um following the ats win this season as well they've been you know extremely inconsistent up and down we saw what they did to uh you know against a philadelphia 76ers team uh last week on national tv when they had to go to philly so they're not you know they teeter on a win and then they then they lose and they win then they lose so they lost to indiana come back home smack up portland and now they probably get a motivated magic team the problem with this magic team is that they're so injured, they're depleted pretty much across the board. Um, Coach Mosley said, you know, he's never seen anything like this as far as the injury, uh, you know, goes, which makes it a really, really difficult game to cap. I do think the Magic come out here with something, <clears throat> but I don't know if it's enough to actually cover the spread. Uh, I think that they probably do. 
Uh, one of my interest in this game is actually the total. Actually, I saw it open at two nineteen and a half, and of course, it's all the way up now. You get the magic. They're two and zero to the over on when they're playing on back to backs this season. Brooklyn five and three to the over after ATS win, including four straight overs for them as well. To me, it seems like a game that the the Nets don't um, you know play too much defense, and they just figure you know we're gonna outscore the Magic. They just gave up one hundred thirty points yesterday. And they probably do score. I'm pretty sure they score a lot of points. But I think the Magic come back with something and score more than 99 points, right? Um, they still have guys that are capable. You look at Bo Bo. You look at um, uh, <clears throat> you look at guys like Bonchero. Those guys can still score the score the ball. So I would only look towards playing that over between the Magic and the Nets. And I probably still play them at 223. But I haven't haven't locked that in yet. Last game I wanted to talk about real quick, uh, and it's it's nine games, so I'm not going to get to all of them. I think I covered five before I get up out of here. Uh, tune back in, 515 Eastern time. I have a lot more for you guys, some official plays as well, as we get more and more information on this injury report. Uh, and like I always say, man, hit the like button for me if you guys are watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Twitter, retweet the show if you can. Cavs and the Raptors. Another difficult game to cap. So Raptors open as one point favorites at the crib. Total sitting at 218 and a half. Uh, total has come down now. Well, I saw it open last night at 218 and a half. Totals come all the way down to 213 and a half. Uh, Cavs coming off the second night of a back to back. The trend kind of continues, right? And they're coming off, uh, you know, the win last night. Uh, I'm sorry, coming off the, the road win last night, they were in Detroit. So they'll fly from Detroit to Toronto um, and you get the, the Mavs. They're coming in off. I'm sorry. You get the Raptors. They're coming in off the win against the Mavs uh, in that game on Saturday. So, uh, you know, one day of rest for them. Really, really impressive win. Shorthanded. And now you get Siakam, who could return in this game. Jared Allen, one of the reasons why this game is so difficult to cap, because Jared Allen's listed as questionable. He didn't play yesterday. Kevin Love and Karis LeVert. Also listed as questionable. Siakam, like I said, he could come back. If he comes back, you probably look a little rusty and throw off the chemistry there. Um, but the you know the Raptors are so shorthanded that they'll probably just take anything that they can get. Uh, Cavs, you want to take them as a dog. They've looked good as a dog, but they haven't functioned well in Toronto specifically, right? So just one in six against the spread their last seven games in Toronto. We know Toronto's a very scrappy team. They're going to play extremely hard. Um, and this, like I said, this game's just too, it's too close to cap. It's, it's really difficult to back this Cavaliers team when you throw Robin Lopez out there and don't have Jared Allen in that starting lineup because he means, uh, he makes a tremendous, tremendous impact on the defensive and the offensive end. The Cavs are one of those teams that their offense is predicated on their defense. They need to get stopped so they can get out and get easier shots. Because Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland are not always going to get it done. You saw it yesterday. The the even the Detroit Pistons coming in off a six game West Coast road trip was able to score on them. Marvin Bagley was getting whatever he wanted against Robin Lopez, and you see Coach JB Bickerstaff say, "You know what? We got to switch some things up." End up going with I think Isaac Okoro in the starting lineup and went small, letting Evan Mobley play the five yesterday. And taking Robin Lopez out of that lineup to start the second half, which is one of the reasons why they were able to come back and get a push yesterday, because that that spread did go up to eight, and they were you know a team that pushed, but they you know lost the first quarter, lost the first half yesterday. So I'm not willing to bet on the Cavs if they don't have those guys, especially off a win. 
Um, they probably feel good about themselves. You see them in the locker room taking pictures with the little Cavaliers chain on, the little junkyard Cavaliers chain for whoever, you know, is the player of the game. I think yesterday it was Evan Mobley who had a decent game. Um, but uh, if they get the guys back, I do think it's a revenge. Like, looking at the game, I do think that you take the Cavs. If they can get Jared Allen back, and I don't know the status of Kevin Love, of course, and Karis LeVert, that's too much offense that that they're missing with those two guys. Then you're relying on guys like Dean Wade and uh, Seti Osman. And these guys just don't play – like, those guys are better offensively, but you kind of want defense in too. And I think that makes it hard for Coach J.B. Bickerstaff to, to you know, try to get – try to match his offense and defense because Dean Wade and Seti Osman are more offensively capable guys, but you need Lamar Stevens and you need guys like Isaac Okoro for their defensive presence. So without Jared Allen, without Kevin Love, without Karis LeVert, those are the th three of the biggest pieces on this team, of course, besides Darius Garland and uh, Donovan Mitchell. So I'm not willing to back the Cavs if they don't have those guys, like I said, especially on second night of a back-to-back, especially at the rest disadvantage. Uh, especially with travel as well. So um, I hope all that makes sense. And if those guys do come in, do come back tonight, I do like the Cavs. I do like the Cavs if they come back from a revenge uh, narrative. We talked about the revenge narrative. Uh, this Cavaliers team, this was the game, the first game of the season, the Raptors versus the Cavs. I think it was played in Toronto as well. Darius Garland got hit in his eye and missed, uh, I think, maybe the next five, six, seven games. Um, because he had that eye laceration. Um, and uh, we saw what, uh, you know, the Raptors ended up winning that game. So and in theory, it's a, it's a revenge spot for the Cavs. Hopefully they take this game serious. If they do get Jared Allen back, Kevin Love and Karis LeVert, I probably will be on them today. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I, man, eight, 19 minutes in the book. I've been talking the whole time. Let me see what y'all saying in the comment section before I get up out of here. What up, Frank? Appreciate you being here. Hit the like button for me if you guys are watching on YouTube and Twitter, man. Uh, Brian said, I like Utah minus two and a half, and I want to take the Hawks money line. Uh, man, taking the Hawks without Capella could be interesting. Um, Brian, best of luck if you end up doing that, man. Anthony said, best part of waking up at 5 a.m. used uh, used to be Folgers, now it's getting money. <laughs> it's a fact. Hard to uh, not like Atlanta tonight. Hawks, too bad. Uh, two bad L's in a row, yeah. But you know, they the, <clears throat> the Hawks aren't functioning as a as a good unit right now, man. They're not looking good at all. Um, you made that call on the Celtics first half. Good call. Yeah, man, I t I didn't even play it yesterday. I was so frustrated with myself, man. Uh, so frustrated with myself because I said that the Celtics offense wasn't going to miss a beat yesterday without Jason Tatum, man. Their, their offense isn't uh, conducive to one specific player. Their offense is predicated on ball movement, on pushing the ball, getting quick shots, getting early shots. Uh, you know, and they 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 just look like a well-oiled machine, man. First quarter team total cash, first half team total cash. They had 75, 72 points at the end of the first half. Uh, Jalen Brown looking extremely aggressive, going downhill, attacking the paint. Uh, Marcus Smart PRAs. I ended up playing those at a personal play that cash. Uh, you just see guys like Malcolm Brogdon step in. Uh, they didn't miss a beat at all, man. The Boston Celtics are on a tear right now. And it doesn't look like they're going to be stopped by anybody anytime soon. Um, like I said, man, that, that's all I got for you guys this morning, man. Tune back in with me later. Uh, Thunder and the Pelicans, we got to talk about that because Ingram's listed as doubtful. CJ McCollum is still already out with an illness. And the Pelicans are laying four and a half at the crib. Total at 232 and a half. I think that's a tad bit too high. I'm going to do some more research on that. 
and uh, bring that information to you guys at 515. You got the Rockets and the Nuggets. The Rockets coming off two impressive wins going to, uh, you know, Denver, third game in four nights. Uh, Denver, I think, should have a band back together tonight. That's going to be an interesting one as well. The Bulls and the Jazz. I saw uh, Laurie Marketing listed as questionable. So, you know, hard to cap that game without him. Mike Conley's still not there either. The Bulls on this West Coast road trip have not looked good. Just dropped the game the other on Friday night against uh, Oklahoma City Thunder in overtime. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond. Suns and the Kings. Uh, Suns, third game in four nights. Kings, first game back off their East Coast road trip. I do like the Kings in that spot, but I need to break that one down a little more. Uh, and then Pacers and the Lakers, man. Uh, Lakers, four and a half point favorite. Should get AD back. Pacers coming off the loss last night to the LA Clippers. So no real travel total sitting at 234 and a half. I think that's a tad bit too high. The Lakers get AD back. He bring a lot of defensive presence. Miles Turner also plays a lot of defense. Um, I think that total is a tad bit too high. Uh, so yeah, that's what I got for you guys, man. Best of luck on your action today. Like I said, I, 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 it's a lot of information I just shared with you guys. Hit the like button for me if you guys can retweet the show. Uh, tap back in with me at 515 for the Crispy Cap and NBA show. I have a lot of officials. I'm gonna take you know deeper deeper dives as we get more information about injury news, uh, as we get more you know just more totals in general. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Be back at five fifteen, man. Best of luck to you guys on your action today.